Hey, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. We're still in the book of Ephesians. You know, Mary Alice and I have been mining nuggets of truth out of this little six-chapter book. I think I shared with you in the first episode on Ephesians that Ephesians is kind of like an overview of the Christian life. And for me, I love looking back at this, these six chapters because it's kind of a checklist or an evaluation of how I'm doing in following Jesus. Now, let me put my Bible teacher hat on for just a moment. The book of Ephesians occurs in a section of books that we call the church epistles or the church letters. That starts with the book of Romans and then goes all the way through the book of 2 Thessalonians. And these were Holy Spirit-inspired messages to Christ followers in the first century. And oftentimes they were sent to a specific church, but then these books or letters were circulated to the other churches. Now, what I find really interesting as I study the church epistles is that in just about every case, the first half of the book is doctrinal, and then the second part of the book is practical. Now, if those terms are off-putting, let me, let me just say it this way. The first part of the book is how to believe, because believing is where a relationship starts with God. And then the second part is how to live. Now, in Ephesians 4, we're in that second part of the book that talks to us about how to live. And I'm going to begin today, and maybe for the next two or three days, share with you some of the big challenges that I have in the Christian life that come to me out of the book of Ephesians chapter 4. But you and I are not scared of challenges. and We understand that the Christian life, the life of following Jesus, is a life of challenge, and we're up for that. So today, I want to bring to you a talk that I'm going to call, Put on Your New Clothes. At New Spring, we just had a great message in the I Follow series about the two natures. It's about the battle that goes on inside of us. And the reason why we have that battle is we have the old nature that we inherited from Adam, which is just predisposed toward doing wrong. All of us have it. But at the moment we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit of God moves inside of us. And from that moment on, we have an internal conflict between the old nature and the new nature. You know, one of the questions I've had to answer so many times through the years, and I guess I have to answer this for myself. People have asked me, if I'm a Christ follower, how could I still have this awful desire or craving in my life? And it's because we have those two natures. <clears throat> now that raises a question within itself. If we're going to have these two natures, these two forces that work in our lives until Jesus comes for us or until we pass and go to heaven, we live in redeemed bodies. How should we look at this conflict? Should we just give in and say, well, I have the old nature? Or should we just pray and say, God, please take it away? The good news for us today is we get the answer from the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read verse 22. Throw off your old sinful nature. Wow. <clears throat> right out of the box. It tells me this is something that I can't just say, God, you take care of. God is now talking to me. God says, Mark, throw off your old sinful nature, your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts. Now, I'm going to just take time out for a moment because in the book of Romans, we get a little additional information on this, this idea of the Spirit renewing our thoughts. In Romans chapter 5, the Bible says our thoughts are renewed as we get into God's Word and see what God has to say. So let me go back and read that like one more time. Throw off your old sinful nature, your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, 
truly righteous and holy. Well, you know what, I'm, what the Bible's talking about here? The Bible's talking about changing clothes. You know, we change clothes all the time. We have a reason for taking off the clothes that we have on and a reason for putting on other clothes. Maybe it's because the old clothes are dirty uh, and the new clothes are clean, or maybe it's because the old clothes fit one situation, but we need new clothes or different clothes for a different situation. And so the Bible is telling me that my nature's old nature and the nature of the Spirit of God are like clothing for my inner person. And the Bible says, throw off. <laughs> Think about the language there. Throw it off. In other words, it's something that you get rid of because it's a real problem. And then the Bible says, put on the new nature. Well, just to make this real simple today, there are three thoughts that just jump off the page to me. And, and here's the first one, and I've already kind of hinted at it, but let's just talk about the elephant in the phone book. The old nature is still with me. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior when I was eight years old. I'm a lot older than that now. But I gotta tell you, the old nature is still with me. I'm still predisposed toward doing things that are wrong. And no matter how long you live in the Christian life, the old nature will still be with us. I'm not trying to give anybody a pass today, but I do want to make a point. From time to time, we hear about Christians doing terrible things. And the first blush response we have to that was that person must not be a Christian. But it's important to remember that every Christ follower still has the old nature. And I'll tell you this, the more effective you are for God, the more Satan will attack you to exploit that old nature. The second point is, um, if it starts with throwing it off, it must mean it's our default nature. In other words, when you look at this, the Bible doesn't start off by talking about our new nature. It starts off by talking about our old nature. Well, I just draw from that, that the old nature is going to be our go-to. It's going to be our default. It's always going to be a challenge for me to do the right thing in the sight of God because the old mark, the old nature that I'm born with, is going to naturally gravitate toward doing, saying, and feeling the wrong thing or the wrong way of, of thinking. The third thought is the one that really challenges me today. If I follow Jesus Christ, this verse tells me a new way of living is available to me. In other words, God wouldn't tell me to throw off the old nature and put on the new nature if I didn't have the option to put on the new nature. It would be like being told to change clothes if you didn't have other clothes. So for God to instruct me to do this, it must mean that I have a new way of life that is available. I don't want to preach a sermon today, but I do think it's important for us to talk about this. Because our old nature is our default, and because it's so strong, because we naturally gravitate toward this, I think one of the things that Satan is going to try to tell us is you have to live this way. You have to think this way. You have to have this reaction. We're even going to talk about that a little bit tomorrow. But you know, the Bible tells us if we follow Jesus Christ, we don't have to live that way. Now, it could be that this is a little existential for some of you today. And it's like, well, Mark, I'd, I'd kind of like to know what this looks like in real terms. Good news, because the last part of the book of Ephesians chapter 4 gives us the practicals of this. Verse 25, stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. You see that, that switch? In other words, don't be untruthful, but be truthful. And then verse 26, don't sin by letting anger control you. If you're a thief, quit stealing. 
Instead, use your hands for good hard work and then give generally, uh, generously to those in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So you sort of see the practical side of this. The Bible says, you know, get rid of falsehood, tell the truth. Don't be angry, be gentle. Don't say things that hurt people, say things that build people up. And these are just some of the things that the Bible teaches us about what it means to get rid of the old nature and live the new way. Mary Alice uh, gave a devotional a few days ago that begins with the first part of Ephesians chapter four that says, live a life consistent with who you are. And as Christ followers, we've been called to live a different kind of life, but not just called, we're empowered. We have the ability to throw off this old nature and to put on the new nature that we've been given at the moment of salvation. Well, as I said, this is a challenge. And you know, the truth is, this is gonna be something that you have to think about every day. It's not gonna be maybe a moment that you have in your Christian life and suddenly you just flip a switch and you become a different person. It's something you have to work on every day. I think that's the reason why the Bible compares it to dressing, you know, undressing and dressing, getting rid of the old clothes and putting on the new clothes. That's something we do every morning. Maybe this needs to be part of our morning routine in which we get rid of the effects of the old nature and determinedly put on the new nature that we received at the moment of the new birth. May God help us to do this. May God help me do this. Let's pray. Father God, we love you very much. Thank you for making a way for us to live a different life. And yet we understand that we're always gonna struggle until we get our new bodies and we're living forever with you. And we do look forward to that day. We, we understand how, how and why John would pray, even so, come Lord Jesus. We do pray that. But until you come, or until you call us home, help us to be warriors, Lord. Help us to stand up and say, I am not victim to my old nature, but through Christ, I can be a champion. Help us to feel that every day of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. I'm going to pick this up. And we're going to talk about a few more aspects of the new nature and, and how to live a different life. I'll be back tomorrow. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm.